Welcome to the Live Greater podcast series, information for a healthier you from the University of Maryland Medical System. I'm Caitlin White. You may have heard that exercise produces endorphins that make your brain think more clearly and helps boost your mood. So is that really true? In this podcast, Dr. Lisa Carchetti, a psychiatrist at the Klein Family Harford County Crisis Center, tells us about the many ways that exercise helps us feel better, how we can get the most out of each and every session, what kind of exercise helps the most, and much more. Well, let's start off with the big question, the big theme of our episode here, Doctor. Is it true that exercise helps make people feel better? And how does that work? Well, yes, exercise does make us feel better on many levels. For example, chemically, it helps to improve your circulation, it decreases inflammation, and it boosts neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin, and it also releases endorphins. Physically, it gives you more energy, it helps with sleep, and it can improve your strength, flexibility, and endurance. And then, of course, on a personal level, it offers a way to boost your self-esteem, it minimizes stress, and it can be a way for social interaction, especially when done with one or more people. So let's talk about the benefits of exercise on mental health. What do we see here? Well, you know, unfortunately, in America, anxiety and depression are quite prevalent. Like 19% of Americans suffer with anxiety, over 8% suffer with depression, and You know, mental and physical health are not distinct from one another. And poor mental health is a risk factor for chronic physical conditions. Therefore, improving your physical health will inevitably help your mental health as well. So the cumulative studies have shown that a person doing the minimum amount of recommended exercise had up to 25% lower risk of depression. Well, is it generally during or after that exercise that we reap the benefits? The answer actually is both. Mm -hmm. So during an exercise, the immediate benefits you get can be lessened anxiety, an acute feeling of well-being, lower blood pressure, improved concentration, less fatigue, and improved insulin sensitivity. Longer-term effect can be improved cardiorespiratory fitness, greater strength, delayed onset of disease, weight loss, and improved bone health, and a decreased risk of falls. Even the minimum amount of recommended weekly exercise, which is 150 minutes per week, will decrease a person's risk of all-cause mortality by 30%. So what exercises in particular are the best for boosting your mood? I mean, are there certain ones or is it just like whatever you enjoy? Well, if you're new to exercise or movement in general, it's best to start with an exercise you enjoy or that's accessible. So you might love to swim, but if there's no pool, that's not going to help your exercise program. And there are many phone apps and YouTube videos that offer workouts and yoga programs that are free. But in general, any exercise that you can do or that's accessible is good for you. Walking, jogging, swimming, cycling, dancing, it's just recommended that it be done 30 minutes, five times a week. That would be the minimum. That's two and a half hours, up to five hours per week. 
moderate intensity will help lessen anxiety and depression. So when it comes to this exercise, how can you get the most out of each session? Is it more length of time or intensity or a little of both? There are three components in exercise. There's intensity or how hard you're working, frequency, which is how often you do an exercise, and the duration, which is how long you're doing the activity itself. And research shows that it's actually the total amount of physical activity in a week that counts as opposed to any one component alone that's important. And so physical activity guidelines for Americans, which is put out by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, recommends that for the substantial health benefits, two and a half to five hours per week of moderate intensity exercise or 75 to 150 minutes per week of vigorous intensity physical activity is recommended. And they also recommend muscle strengthening two or more times per week. And it sounds like a lot, but broken down, two and a half hours per week is 30 minutes a day for five days, which also can be three 10-minute periods per day or two 15-minute periods per day in those five days. So it's, it is achievable. Well, I'd love to focus for a moment on our listeners or people they may know who are disabled or have a medical condition like COPD or heart failure. What exercises can people with special considerations do? Well, the guidelines overall are the same, but if a person has a chronic medical condition, then they should be aware of those conditions and how they affect their ability to do physical activity and be as physically active as they are able. But the most important thing is that they try and avoid inactivity. Mm, Gotcha. Well, how important is it, doctor, to check with your doctor before starting a medical program? Are there any exercises that are just safe for everyone, or should everyone be double-checking? If you plan on embarking on a new or strenuous exercise regimen or have underlying health or orthopedic concerns, then getting medical advice or clearance beforehand would be helpful. For example, if you've had an orthopedic surgery or you have a condition that might limit your movement, you should know what these are before going to a general group exercise class. It's good to arrive a few minutes early, for example, and talk to the instructor and let them know about your history. Because sometimes when we're in a group class or if we're doing something new, we want to fit in and we'll forget to listen to our bodies. But if you are starting on an exercise program to be healthier, you don't want to inadvertently get injured. And plus, it is important to know what modifications you should do. You're trying to improve, not worsen, your health and fitness. Great. Well, a lot of good information here today, doctor. Are there any last tips you want our listeners to know? Well, to paraphrase Isaac Newton's law of inertia, a body at rest stays at rest, and a body in motion stays in motion. And you don't have to start with 30 minutes a day for those five days a week. Start with five minutes a day. So move around the house. Park further away. Get up during commercials. A 30-minute program usually has 10 minutes of commercials. Sit less move more, and inevitably you'll live longer, healthier, and happier lives. Well, again, just a really interesting and relevant topic, Doctor. Thank you so much for this information and for all the work that you do. Find more shows just like this one at umms.org slash podcast and over on YouTube. 
Thanks for listening to Live Greater, a health and wellness podcast brought to you by the University of Maryland Medical System. And please share this on your social media channels. We look forward to you joining us again.